This is Knowledge in 5 from the Knowledge at Wharton Sirius XM radio show, hosted by Dan Loney. On this edition of the Knowledge at 5 podcast, I had a chance to speak with Jenna Jambeck of the University of Georgia and Doug Woodring, co-founder of the Ocean Recovery Alliance, who joined us from Hong Kong. Around the world, garbage in the oceans remains a big problem, especially plastic garbage, to the tune of some near 8 million tons of plastic each year. So how do we get the world to recognize this problem and stop the dumping? Jenna, the the study that you guys did, very enlightening. Obviously, from the one map that I saw in one of the articles, I guess what a lot of people don't realize is that the U.S. is in the top 20 of this list as well. Yeah, so we, you know, we we kind of took a different take on um, sort of the plastic in the ocean um, issue, and and you alluded to that. And some of the work that had been done previously was basically quantifying the plastic that's floating on the surface of the ocean. And it's also been found in many other locations in the ocean, and so we know that there's more there. And what we did for the first time was sort of look at what was going into the ocean from the land. And so we looked at um, waste management practices around the world and were able to come up with sort of like this this loss rate or this rate of mismanaged waste yeah. around the world. And that's how we came up with that 8 million metric tons. Doug, in terms of how things are run over there, is, is just the level of acceptance uh, of change in this area just not where it needs to be right now? Is it as simple as that? Uh, that's a good way to put it, yes. Uh, you know, economies have been trying to develop uh, Unfortunately, waste is not a sexy topic. It's not. It's not <laughs> renewable energy. It's not wind turbines and solar, and it doesn't attract the capital, uh, venture capital, and cities sort of put it down on the last thing on their list of importance. But when you really think about it, it it, it impacts tourism, it impacts water quality, it impacts health, fishing, agriculture. There's so many issues where this really does make a difference. We're just uh, not putting the time and effort into putting it up on the list. And I think when we do that, it's going to be a big change in job creation, innovation, material reuse, and can really spurn a lot of things which governments always talk about wanting to have, but they just haven't haven't tackled it. And and I think waste is a very good uh, vector for making that happen. It truly can be a very important financial area, as you just alluded to. I guess maybe that's the biggest hurdle for a lot of these companies and a lot of these entities that could be involved in this or maybe are involved, is that to get past that first initial thought process and understand that that this can be a very viable business area uh, going forward. Well, I mean, one one of the programs we we announced at the Clinton Global Initiative a couple of years ago is the Plastic Disclosure Project, and really what this is is the same as carbon reporting or water reporting. And without a measurement, it's hard to manage something. So when you start talking about circular economy design for recycling, you really need to know what your materials are or your waste aggregation is so that you can decide you know, where the low-hanging fruit might be, where the cost savings might be, or how you can get stuff back into the system for recycling. Um, One thing that waste has, which a lot of things like carbon doesn't have, is uh, brand uh, liability. Uh, A lot of the trash is branded. And as social media grows and uh, people become more aware of this um, hazard, if you want to call it that, in their communities, um, it will 
benefit companies a lot to really get ahead of this story and be engaged in getting their products or their material back into the recycling stream so yeah. that they're not perceived as ones just uh, leaving it behind after they sell something. Jenna, the, the interesting statistic that I, I read in one article that, that you were quoted in, uh, the comment was uh, in terms of that amount of, of, of garbage that is in the oceans, that you could have five plastic grocery bags filled with plastic for every foot of coastline around the world. That's how much we're talking about here. That is. That's the annual input. That um, That's that 8 million metric tons. Annually. In 2010, that's the annual input that year. And, you know, so it you, you can't wrap your head around that 8 million metric tons. And yeah. the interesting, or I guess one of the characteristics of plastic is that it takes up a lot of volume yeah. for its weight, right? And so when you convert that um, over to this, to this volume in terms of filling these um, grocery bags full of plastic, that's, that's what you get. And so you can really then visualize that, and, and it really has an impact, I think. And I think that's a helpful way to look at it. For more information about Knowledge at Wharton, go to knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.